Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. Come on, it was making declaration over this place. I don't know if y'all called that, man. That was... That was, they were making some declarations over this place. Praise God. Wow. Don't you love and appreciate all of our, our Faith Kids Dream Team? Come on, don't you love them? They're so, so amazing. Thank you for all who are a part of that team. We appreciate all of our Dream Team members around here. But man, what a good day it is to be in God's house and uh, hanging out with Jesus and uh, hanging out with one another. Man, I'm telling you, I'm glad you're here. If this is your first time with us at Faith Renewed, maybe it's the first time in the room with us, maybe it's the first time they're joining us on our online family today, but we're just glad you're here. We're really excited God sent you. We just want to tell you, we love you. So Faith family, would you let our first-time guests know you love them this morning? Come on, tell them you're glad to hear. So good. Click the New Here link if you're new with us. If you're a part of our online family, drop comments. Let us know where you're hanging out at. We'd love, again, just get to know you better. If you're new in-house, make sure you swing by the hospitality room, host area, and just have a gift for you. And just want to get to know you a little bit more if you haven't done that already. But, again, I'm glad you're here. Well, do this if you would. Bring, get your Bible. Bring that thing out. Amen. Hold it up. I love seeing Bibles in God's head. It could glow. It could be pages. It, it's all good. Say, G. Amen. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, take that, if you would, and go with me to 1 Chronicles chapter 4. Come on. Yeah. Some people excited about the Bible this morning. Amen. First Chronicles chapter 4. And uh, don't forget, if you're a YouVersion Bible app user, you can feel free to do this at this time. Use that app during this message and save the event. But click more on there and then click events and then you'll, you'll see Faith Renewed. If you just go there, you'll see this event taking place, this message right in your palm of your hand. So, but First Chronicles chapter 4, I want to read uh, two verses. Verses 9 and verses 10. And um, then we'll pray, and then we're going to talk about it. Is that cool? Y'all good with that? Then we'll come back tonight and go after, after God again, man. It's 7 o'clock, man. That's going to be fun. But First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9 says, Now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. And his mother called his name Jabez, saying, Because I bore him in pain. And your mama say amen. And Jabez called on the God of Israel saying, and this was his prayer, Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me and that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. So God did this. He granted him what he requested. Let's pray and let's talk about it. God, thank you this morning for your presence. Thank you, Lord, for hearing us when we pray. Thank you for the blessings, the protection, the presence. Oh, Lord, for just being with your people this morning. God, I just thank you for this prayer. Help us to learn from it, grow from it, apply it to our prayer life, and let's see you move in Jesus' name. Would you say it with me? Amen. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, it's day 21. 
Come on. Come on. Can we give God a praise offering for 21 days of prayer and fasting that have gone on in this house? Man, what an amazing, incredible, incredible time that, man, it has been. So I just, I'm excited. I'm excited about eating. Um, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm really excited about eating. I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be good. But I'm just looking forward to see what God has prepared. Amen. Food's going to be great, but I'm looking forward to for what God has prepared and beginning to release in this house because of prayer. And if you don't know, we're in a series right now called When You Pray. And uh, that is uh, where we've been hanging out at for the last few weeks. And, and I really have been just kind of the last couple of weeks, we've been looking at some prayer models from in, in, in the scriptures. We've been looking at prayers that you can pray. We looked at the Lord's Prayer, how that can actually be broken down into prayers that we can pray and steps that we can take. We looked at the Tabernacle Prayer last week and how, again, the Tabernacle is a beautiful picture to even help us even in our prayer time. And so I, I just, I love, again, what God has been showing us. And, but I want today, I, I want to talk about, uh, you may have heard this a few, few years back. There was a, a book written called The Prayer of Jabez. But how many know there was a prayer of Jabez written in a book way before that book was written? Amen. Come on. Amen. And so this has been around for a long, long time. And um, I love this. I, I feel like this is one of those, not just a prayer model, but a prayer. So this is going to be, again, a prayer that you can pray, but also as you spend time with God, you can actually break these principles down, look at each of these as ways that you can pray. So we're going to talk about that today. And, and before we say this, I want to say this is not like some magic formula. I don't want us to see this prayer in that way. Like this is a magic formula. Like, like you know, you, you saw the Facebook picture that if you shared that with five people in the next three minutes and all of a sudden there's going to be a miracle unfold in your life if you shared that and then you're under pressure. Do I do this? You know, if my, my friends see me actually share this, they're going to think things about me that I'm not, you know, not, this is not that. But this is a prayer that we can pray, and I've seen this. When we pray God's word, we get God's will. Amen? When we pray God's word, we get God's will. And so that's what the prayer of Jabez is. We're seeing a prayer being prayed. And so it's kind of neat because the location of this prayer is really wild. Like, if, if you don't know, again, here in Chronicles, you're seeing the longest genealogy that's recorded here in the Bible. Uh, this goes on for nine chapters, the genealogy. And, and some of you, I, you don't have to admit it, but you know, like during your one-year Bible reading plan, should I just skip? Could I just, should I move on? Should I move on? Some of you like, what is he talking about? You know some of y'all doing your one-year Bible reading plan, you just kind of like, man, I'm going to read nine chapters today. Uh, and, and just like, and I'm going to just kind of hit this thing, you know, and go through this real quick lot because so-and-so and so-and-so and then so-and-so. But this is wild. The, the genealogy is actually pretty cool because it goes back all the way to we see in Adam in chapter 1. This goes all the way through to David's grandchildren. And so this is like 3,000 years of genealogy unfolding. So it is kind of neat, but we don't see a whole lot said about some of these people in this prayer. But all of a sudden, right here in the midst of like, I don't know, five to six hundred names. There's a pause. And there is a man named 
Jabez. Now, if you didn't catch it in the verse, his name actually means pain. Like he, it, it, the, the literal meaning of this is that he will cause pain. Now, like if you're an MMA fighter, that's a great name. Terry the Pain Rogers, weighing in. I'm, I'm down right now because of all this. I'm, I'm at one, whatever, you know. So you, you, that's a great name if you're an MMA fighter. That's a great name. Like, you know, if you choose that for yourself to try to go along with the persona you're trying to take. But think about this for a moment that his mom called him Pain. Think about on the playground when you're playing and, like, who did it? Pain did it. Jokers always cause him pain, amen? It's just like, don't do that to your children. Don't do that to them. Now, like, I mean, some of you, like, you know what I'm talking about. You moms know that when you had those children, typically there was pain involved. I, I was t- over 10 pounds when I was born, amen? I weigh less than that now, but, but I, I, I weigh more than 10 pounds. I caused mama some pain. I'm thankful she didn't call me that. Now, this is wild because I think that we see something here. This prayer is cool. It can easily get overlooked because it's two verses, but I love some of what we're seeing here. And this shows us in a lot of ways that you don't have to be what you've been called your whole life. That, that it, it doesn't matter what, what your name was. It doesn't matter what you've caused. It doesn't matter the failures that you may have had. You're not addiction. Amen. You're not adultery. You're, you're not bound and depressed. You're none of those things because he comes in and prays a prayer and it releases something in his life. This is wild to me because when I see this, this just shows me that God can turn it around. He can, in a moment, he can turn it around. And what releases this? Prayer. Now, we, we see this, again, there, there was something different about Jabez, and, and there's something different about us when we pray. And I was thinking about this, and I, and I hope we see this. We don't pray because we're different. We're different because we pray. Come on, amen. And so some of you are like, man, I want to be different. I want I want God to do something in my life. Don't wait. Like, don't wait and say, man, when he changes me and when he does this in my life, when I see something, then I'm going to pray. Then I'm going to go after him. We see Jabez go after him. We see him go to a place of God in prayer. And this is why, because we look at this at first, and we could almost see this as a, like, selfish prayer. I, I, I think it's easy for the enemy to even get into the minds of the people of God and tell them, who are you to be asking stuff like that? Because we see a lot of me's in the prayer. We, we see a lot of me. And, and, and I, I think it's real easy to me, 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 make life, make, make everything about us. But we see a motivation in Jabez, and we'll see that in a moment. We see the motivation for the prayer. So what's your motivation this morning? Why why are you praying what you're praying? 
Are you praying it for a gain? Are you, are you praying it for change? Are you praying it for, to be a blessing to others? We see this. Now, this is a four-part prayer, so we're just going to break this down. I want to look at what was prayed, talk about it for a few moments, and then I'll give you an opportunity to pray, for, pray that if you like. And, and so, again, start this as a part of your prayer time. But the first thing he says, number one, he says this. He says, bless me indeed. So I want you to do this. This is not a selfish prayer to pray for God's blessings. Amen. So start praying that way. Start praying for God's blessings over your life. God desires to do this for you. This is part of his plan. We read in the scripture, man, that God did this for Jabez. That he came into his life. He, he did indeed. He actually showed up and did what he asked him to do. And so are you praying that way? Like, are you coming before the Lord? And I want you to start doing this. I want you to start praying for blessings. Now, we can do this with the word blessing. Kind of see it as like, man, taking it a little bit lightly, and it's not that big of a deal word. Like, sit down and say the blessing before you eat. God is great. God is good. Whatever that blessing is, we, we say this, said it this morning. Uh, Eliza broke out a big old sneeze and was like, bless you, little thing. And, and, and I said, so I talked to her. But I was like, bless you. And, and we just kind of throw that word around. I want you to understand what this word means. It means supernatural favor. This means an, an impartation of supernatural favor on your life. Why would you not want that? I mean, why would we not pray this? And so I want you to start praying. Ask the Lord to bless you. If you're a business owner, like you have your own business, like, man, I'm so, I don't know what's going to happen with this thing. I don't know what to do. This is what you start praying. God, bless my business, Lord. I pray, Father, that you will pour, impart supernatural favor over my, over my business. God, bless it for the company you work for. Come on, start praying over them. Start blessing that. Start praying that and declaring that. Start praying it over your family. Oh, man, come on. How, how many times have you prayed, God, I want you to impart supernatural favor over my family. I want you to, to release that over them. Like, students, pray that over your grades. I wish somebody would have taught me Jabez earlier in life. I, 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 I waited. To, I wish I could have had this prayer in school. I would have prayed that prayer. Amen. I read it, but I missed it. Amen. So pray for the, pray for the favor of God. Pray for I, I hope you're doing this. You're a part of a family here. I hope you're joining us in praying for supernatural favor over Faith Renewed Church. I hope you are praying that and declaring that and decreeing that. Psalms 512 says this, For you, O Lord, you will bless the righteous with favor. You will surround him as with a shield. Ooh, come on. That is so good. You will bless this. And I want you to think of the blessing, the supernatural favor of God that you're asking for. Jabez said, indeed. Now, I want you to think about this word. In the actual Hebrew, this would be as if today we tried to write that, that you would see like five exclamation points and it being written in all caps. 
That's cool. So, like, you, you know when you was upset with somebody, and, and in the text, you was letting them know, you went, you went all cap on them, you went all, all exclamation point on them, and you did it, or, or you was posting something, and you wanted it to get through. You wanted people to, like, see it. You wanted to stop the scroll. You wanted to get their attention. And so you busted out the caps lock on that thing. And then you went exclamation point, exclamation You went five exclamation points. Like you were serious. This is what he was praying he was like, God, I want everything that you have for me. I want it. I want everything that God has. I don't want to miss one of the blessings that God has for us. And I love this because this is what can happen. People have taken prosperity and blessing, and they've twisted it and messed it up in a lot of ways. But it's, it's something that God wants to do in your life. It's something that God wants to release over you. And the actual word, when you study this word prosperity, it means this. Like that we can get so far on our own. Like, I'm going to try. We're going to have programs. We're going to have plans. We're going to do things. But we can get so far on our own. And then the hand of blessing of God comes along, and he pushes us further than we can get on our own. He pushes us farther than we can get to by ourselves, And so, again, we see the hand of God wanting to bless us to take us further than we've been. I'm telling you, there's more of God than we've experienced yet. Come on, there's more available than what we've tapped into yet. And so I want the supernatural favor of God to be imparted and him to release a blessing over this house and over us. And I want him to do it. And like Jabez, I want to do it for the right reason. Mm, come on, I want to do it for the right reason. Genesis 12, 2 says this, and this was from again, the very beginning with Abram. This was the declaration. He says, I'll make you a great nation. In Genesis 12, 2, I'll make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. So why is it that he wants to bless your life just so that you're blessed? No, man, he wants to do this. And this is the problem a lot of times. People have said, man, I wish I was in the position to do fill in the blank. Oh, pastor, I wish I was in the position. I wish I could do this. And start praying it way back here. Start praying it here. God bless the finances. Bless my life. Bless me with opportunities. Bless me with gifts. Stir those things up in my life. Not so that I'm just blessed, but so that I can be a blessing to others. So start praying the blessings over your life. Start asking God to do it. And say, God, indeed, but all caps, all exclamation points, God bless me indeed. Tell your neighbor, say, he really wants to bless you. Oh, come on. He wants to bless you. He wants to bless your business. He wants to bless your life. He wants to bless you. Amen. Number two, this is cool. This is the second thing Jabez prayed. He said, enlarge my territory. So start praying for influence. Start praying for opportunities. Start praying that he will enlarge your territory. And then you've got to understand that this is not too hard for God. I'm serious. I think sometimes we get in the mind, does he really want to do this for me? Does he really want to do this in my life? This is not too hard for him. And, and, and maybe you need to enlarge your view of God. 
Amen. Maybe that's right now. If you, you maybe need to see God for how big he is. And then when you start recognizing how big God is, you'll start realizing, man, he can do anything he wants to do. And, he, and he'll do his, according to his will when I line up and start praying his word. And so, man, I want us to start praying this. Start praying, God, I pray your blessings. Now, let me tell you what this is going to do. If you start praying this way, it's going to break normal off of your life. I'm telling you, it's going to break complacency. If that's where you're at, it's going to break complacency off of your life when you start praying stuff like this because he'll start moving in and he'll start showing up. And I want you to start praying this way. Start start praying, God. I want you to enlarge. That's one of the prayers I've been praying for this church. God, enlarge our territory. Enlarge our level of influence. Not for us, but so that we can carry the name Jesus to a world that desperately needs the gospel. So that we can carry the gospel to people who desperately need this hope that we have within us. So take the limits off your prayer life. Come on, take the, I've, I've done it. I've prayed to God who created the heavens and earth with limits. Not anymore. Come on, take the limits off of your prayer life. Start praying. Start praying and believing and start asking God. And sometimes, man, we just need to start praying bigger prayers. I'm telling you, start praying bigger prayers. That's one of the things. I hope you get that from today. You start praying bigger than you've been praying right now. I want you to start praying bigger than what you've been praying. Like, because some of y'all, man, you have been praying, and it is incredible. Some of you, I love our students that have been, every day we've had representations of faith students in our prayer time, every day, multiples, and it's been short. Every age group, we were talking about that the other day, how we have seen, as men and they were discussing how we've been seeing every age level showing up for prayer. And I'm telling you, some of you guys, you've been praying for your classmate to be saved. Amen, and that is awesome. But I want you to up it. Stop just praying for a classmate to be praised and start praying for revival to break out in the entire school. Amen. Start turning the cafeteria into a room where the presence of God shows up. Amen. Start praying that God gave me a word the other day and I was like, hold up, Lord. Are you sure that was from you? And I was like, I I really believe it was. The word restroom revival. Some of y'all been out of school. Y'all don't know what goes on in those restrooms. Y'all been gone too long, amen? Ask some of your students. You walk by there, you smell stuff that, that it shouldn't be smelling. There's things going on, and that's not number two, amen? This is like bad, this is like a lot of stuff going, and it's happening in the restrooms. And I'm telling you, I started praying it. I was sat right there, I started praying it. God, let there be a release of revival in the, in, in the restrooms. Like seriously, they're gonna go in there to smoke something, and the glory's in there, and the presence of God is in there, and there's somebody waiting on them not to give him a little something but to show him how good Jesus is and he's better he's better than what they smoke he's better than what they take it's the glory of God and it's going to be released in the restroom do it go after it guys Just hang out there I'm telling you start seeing my ministry it didn't start when I went into youth ministry some of you don't know the history my ministry started at Carolina High School in the cafeteria and I sat at their lunchroom table, and I opened up my Bible and began to pray and begin to read Scripture, and people started gathering around the table. You know, and this is not, oh, God, oh, man, he's a terrorist. No, this is, has nothing to do with me. It has something to do, like, if you pray, if you do this, God will do this. They moved us into the choir room, into the chorus room, because we had too many people. And I'm talking about, you have to understand, this is, I'm, I'm old. This is before FCA, and this is before a thing that was actually somewhat cooler to do some of that stuff. 
it starts when we step out. So, I mean, I'm telling you, some of y'all been praying for your work. You've been praying for coworkers. You've been saying, God, come on, Lord, there's a coworker, but he needs you. Like, really bad. I mean, some of y'all are like, I, 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 they, she is like desperately needing you, Jesus. Keep praying for them, but don't stop with her. Amen. Stop, stop praying that in the break room, amen, that the glory shows up in the break room. The presence of God moves. They show up to get coffee, and they get Christ. Amen. They show up, and they hang out, and you are the one. You are the carrier of that. And it starts happening when you start praying. God, enlarge my territory. And I want more than this. So, I mean, I started praying this this week. I'm thankful. I pray over my kids. I pray over my grandkids. But I started praying in a way that, man, I'm telling you, and it was different because I started thinking about territory, and I started beginning to think about bigger and more, and I started praying like, God, if you, tarry, if you, don't, if you don't come in my lifetime, I started praying an enlargement of territory and blessing over the great, great, great grandchildren that I'll never see. Some of y'all need to start praying blessings over your bloodline. Start praying blessings and a release over them and pray that God shows up. So start doing it that way. Why? Because this is, a, this is my God. Ephesians 3.20. Now to him is who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think according to the power of their works in. What? He's waiting on you. He's waiting on you to pray. The power he's placed inside of you, he's going to do that through you. He's calling us to take territory. He's calling us to take territory. He's calling us to take... I love it. We just saw a church who took over and are going to be taking over the strip club over in Greenville. And I started like, come on, somebody. Come on, man. Take territory. Amen. Start taking over stuff. This is... And again, I love it. That came through prayer. That came through people. Generations of prayer the pastor was talking about. That this has been a prayer that has been prayed that God is moving in. Why not? Come on, why not? Why, why not? Start praying this stuff. Why not? So we're going to go after him. Start taking these things for the Lord. So God bless us indeed, Lord. Enlarge our territory. Number three, that your hand would be with me. Whew. What does that represent? It's the presence of God. So we want to start praying, God, I want your presence. I want you. I, I want your hand upon this. If your hand's not on it, I don't want it. And so we start praying, God, let your hand be upon this thing. I just, I started pulling up. This, I, I, there's some really cool things that you can do on the internet. Some you should not be doing. There are some cool things, easily searched. I sort of just started looking at some passages where you see Jesus' hand on somebody. And uh, we watched it last night in, in, in the, in the uh, um, Chosen. Man, him just laying hands on people. Just it's awesome. But I started just pulling up. This was just something that came to the top. Matthew 8, Jesus touched the man with leprosy healed. Amen. Touches Peter's mother-in-law, healed. Luke 4 touches multitudes and heals them. Matthew 9 restores life to a 12-year-old who was dead and gone. Touches and heals and brings healing. Heals blinded eyes. Heals issues of blood. He touches and God moves. This goes on and on and on. Why? Because God's hands on it. I want God's hands on this church. I want his blessing upon this. And so we start praying, God, Lord, lay your hands on this thing. 
Oh, God, in greater measure, lay your hand of blessing upon us. Psalm 18.35 says this, You have also given me the shield of your salvation. Your right hand has held me up. Your gentleness has made me great. Oh, God, we want you. That's what we want. The blessing is going to be part of what comes when we have you. But, God, we want the blessing. We want the territory. But we don't want any of those things without you. God, we want you with us. Lord, we want you to open the door. We want you to lead the way. God, we want you to move. Lord, we want your hand on it. Start looking these things up. So when you see scriptures like Acts eleven twenty one, you see there in Barnabas when he was in Antioch, it says, and the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number believed and turned to the Lord. So actually, when we see this, when you talk about going into the cafeteria, when you start talking about going into the break room, in the classroom, man, when his hand's on you, this is the result. This is what he does. This is what happens when his hand's upon our life. And I'm telling you, it may be too big for you. It's not for him. Matter of fact, if you're praying right, it's too big for you. And if we're praying the blessing indeed, if we're praying enlarge the territory and what he gives us, if we try to contain that and do that on our own, we cannot sustain that. And so again, what we want from you, God, what we're pursuing and what we're after, we want your hand upon that. We want you to go with us and be with us. And there's nothing, there's not one thing today that his, the hand of blessing of God can't do. I'm, t- I'm telling you, and, and this is what's awesome. I love this, is that we today are the hands and the feet of Jesus. So when you start saying, God, put your hand on me and bless me, then you start going out praying for others and watch him do it. Watch him work. Watch him move in your life. So again, it's not too big for him. And again, I want to be like Moses, like, God, if you don't go, I don't want it. Hey Amen. What, what we're praying for, again, it's not for us. If, if we don't have you, we don't want it. Exodus 33, 15 says this. Then he said to him, uh, talking to God, he said, if your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here. Oh, God, what you're wanting to do, Lord, what you're wanting to release in families, what you're wanting to release in households and homes in this church, God, we want your hand upon it. We want you to carry it. Lord, you be the sustainer of that, God. Oh, we want your hand to bless it. So, God, we pray for more. God, we pray that your hand's upon it. And, Lord, we ask this today, God, so we can be that blessing. That's what we want. Oh, man, we want it for your glory, God. I love this. And the last day, this was cool because, man, Jabez had enough sense to pray this because this will be the result of what happens when God moves in your life. He prayed, number four, he said, keep me from evil keep me today from evil so what do you pray for you pray for protection you pray for God's hand of protection because what happens in your life when God moves the bullseye gets bigger on your back amen it does it gets smaller amen the enemy is not going to leave us alone because we're out here seeing God do miraculous things amen he's going to he's going to try he's going to go after there was a word given to a couple of our young men about the attack and that the enemy is going to try to release over this house and I, I, I my reply was kind of like bring it devil because we got something greater that means God's moving that means the Holy Spirit is at work and so again we go after that so again we pursue that but see Success is this. Success is a great opportunity for failure if you're not alert. 
Success is a great opportunity for failure. If you're not alert, if you're not mindful, if you're not watching, if you just get caught up and don't be not mindful of what happens. First Peter 5, 8 says this. He says to be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. So when he brings that on, he's like, man, I... Um, can't devour that one. They're ready. They're, they're, they're armored up. I can't get through that. They, I, I, I can't get past that bloodline. I can't get past the blood of Jesus that has been applied. I can't get past that prayer that's been prayed. And so again, you start doing that, but you start praying. If you're in the middle of it, if you're in that situation, you start saying, God, strengthen me in it and protect me from it. And so like if I'm already in the middle, some of you are in some stuff today. You're in a battle. Start praying, God, strengthen me while I'm in it. Bring me out of it and then protect me from that. Amen. Start keeping me from those things. Keep me from the evil and again don't you don't want to do this you see again the hand of God moving in your life and I'm telling you you start praying this way he's going to show up when you pray this with the heart and motivation in the right way he's going to move in your life but we never one of the reasons I love about this is that he prayed this prayer because he was praying he didn't want to be an Esau who sells his birthright for a temporary pleasure he don't want to sell something that God has for him and it's something that God has for you we don't want to trade that we don't want to trade those things that God has so we pray now protection over those things so we refuse to let temporary pleasures be in exchange for an eternal promise that God has for us. Amen. And so again, we do this. We pray Psalms 3. We pray verses 1 through 3. We pray a Psalm of David where he says, Lord, how they have increased who trouble me. Many are they who rise up against me. Many are they who say of me, there is no help for him and God but you. Come on, but you... Oh, you, oh Lord, are a shield for me, my glory, and the one who lifts up my head and cried to the Lord with my voice, and he heard me from his holy heal. Amen. We start praying these ways. We start praying these prayers. We start praying that God protect us. Protect us from the evil one. Watch over us, Lord. Guide us and protect us in these things. And I love this. I believe we see a motivation of the heart of Jabez in this prayer because he was praying this way. He was praying, Lord, bless me indeed. He said, God, do this in my life. And I think this gets overlooked. It wasn't in the book. So Bruce Wilkinson when he wrote the book, he needs to do a little, little add-on to this thing. Amen. He didn't talk about this, and I haven't heard it talked about much. The last part of that prayer is huge. Oh, man, it's huge. He prayed this, and his, his, his words were, that I may not cause pain. that I may not cause pain. Bro, that's your name. Not anymore. Not anymore. Oh, God. I, that, that's, that's your, remember, what's the motivation? Pain, he will call. God, I, I don't want to go back to my old ways. 
I think we see a cool motivation in his prayer and his heart in this. So that I don't do that. I, so that I'm not what the world labels me. I, I'm not what, the, what any of these things. God, I want to do this. I want your hand upon my life so that I don't go back. I don't go back to those days. Because listen, please understand, if, if you have ever experienced the Lord, there is a pull from the enemy and your flesh to take you back from where God has removed you from. Come on, there is that, and it's so clear. But he's saying, I don't want to fall back in those old ways. I want, what I want from you, what I want on my life, your hand, your blessing, the territory that you give me, I don't want to use it for anything other than bring honor to your name. Can we stand? And I just, I just want to ask you right now, if you'd be so brave and so bold right now, to lift up your hands unto the Lord. And we see this here because in this message, in this word today, he was praying, I, I don't want to cause pain. I want to be transformed. I want to be changed. I don't want to be any of those past things. I want to be who you've called me to be. And that's what the gospel's about. It's what the good news is about. It's about life transformation. It's about taking you from, from that place, sending you towards what God has for you. And I just want you to start praying because this is the end with God saying this. He granted him his request. When we start praying again, God's word, we get his will in our life. So God, we just start praying right now. Bold prayers of blessing right now. Yeah, come on. I want you to begin to pray right now. But the altar is where you're at right now. Come on, this, you're at the altar. So right now, begin to pray right now the blessing of God. Thank you again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you today. If you need prayer or a lot to support this ministry through giving, stop by faithrenewed.org.